Hi, everybody. This is Kurt Schlichter on Unredacted, the Town Hall VIP podcast. We're back after a slight hiatus. I like that word, hiatus. Hiatus. Us. I like words that end with us, like Brutus. And, uh, well, that's pretty much all I can think of. Hiatus. Anyway, we are back, and there's a lot of stuff going on. I am excited to be a part of this magical town hall VIP thing. I'm not sure what to talk about. Uh, you know, I, I see the, uh, I, I, I see this giant classified materials thing with, uh, Biden. And I gotta tell you, I'm confused because when I was in the army, we had classified material procedures and it was a big deal. And then Hillary Clinton taking 30,000, uh, classified documents and putting them on a server in her, uh, you know, toilet. I was told that wasn't important. And then when Trump had some classified material that he could have declassified, that became very, very important again. And now that it's Joe Biden, it's not important at all. So I got to tell you, I'm just a little bit confused. And I'm not sure where this thing is going, because there is a lot of rumbling out there that, uh, look, this is um, a way to get Biden unelected, to get Biden out, to find a way to damage him and to make sure that he doesn't run again because the Democrats are well aware he's a crusty, decrepit old pervert who has absolutely no chance of winning against a coherent Republican. And, but that requires a conspiracy. And I'm not sure the Democrats are capable of having an actual conspiracy. I just I just don't know. But I'm enjoying this because, to me, it's hilarious that Krusty uh, von Biden is having to experience the, sort of, in kind of a way, the same nonsense that Donald Trump had to experience just a few months ago. And I love the contortions, which are, you know, it's just amazing. It's basically like a yogi and a gymnast met to contort their bodies to somehow mean this is the worst possible thing. And Trump is a treason traitor, a treason traitor, traitoring treason. And Biden was just okay because reasons and shut up. And also transphobe because you think they're only men and women. So that's kind of where I'm at. I'm not sure, you know, it, you know every single day they're d d discovering more lost or found, I guess, items. And I'm not sure what they actually are. Of course, we don't know what they are with Trump. We were told they were nuclear weapons secrets because, yeah, Donald Trump wanted to take a bunch of nuclear planning documents home just to read in his time, because, you know, his, his voracious intellectual curiosity. Or maybe they just took a bunch of documents and uh, dipshits loaded up classified ones and uh, uh, they just went into storage. Well, that appears to be the excuse for, you know, Krusty Vaughn Gropenheimer, but not for Trump, because, again, reasons and you're a transphobe. So I don't know where we're supposed to go with this. And I got to tell you, I, I just don't care. Uh, am I morally broken because Biden has done these things? 
morally, no, I, I just I just don't give a shit because I have been, you know, I have learned. Other people maybe haven't learned, but I've learned. I've learned that none of this matters. None of this is important. None of this is actually a thing at all. Except to the extent we can jam it up the old Biden coop sheet. So I'm completely cynical on this. I just, I just can't work up any kind of outrage over it, nor can I tolerate any of the arguments that, you know, oh, it's totally just shut up. Just shut up. Nothing, everything's a lie and a scam. And that may be cynical, but it's also liberating because then I don't have to try and figure out how some things apply and some things don't how some facts are important and how some facts are, how some objective reality uh, changes the dynamic and other objective reality doesn't. And uh, I just feel liberated. I'm just very comfortable thinking, I don't care about any of this. I just want to cause Biden damage. But do I want to cause him that much damage? Do I want it so damaging to Biden he has to pull out of the race? And the answer is no, because I think he's the weakest candidate. And he is a weak candidate. He's a mutated, senile pervert. And we all know that. And he's getting worse by the day. But it, it, you don't even see, you barely see any footage of this guy because he barely talks. And I wouldn't have him talk either because every time he gets out there, it's like, yeah, back in the day, we tie an onion to our belt because that was the thing. Shut up, Grandpa Simpson. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Grandpa Simpson, uh, you know, did fake his way out of Vietnam. And also, he was an amusing old character, as opposed to a crusty old coot. So, actually, they're both crusty old kooks, but one's amusing and the other is the president. It's, I, I just, I, I want him, I want him to run. I want him and Kamala Harris to run. And uh, I got to tell you, there are some people who are pretty damn black-pilled about this. There are some people who are telling me, Kirk, if he runs, he's going to win because the Democrats are very, very uh, much ahead of us on the, what do you call it? The, the data stuff, the targeting stuff, the getting uh, voter uh, uh, registration stuff. And by the way, I am driving now. I'm in Dana Point, And right over there is the Waldorf Astoria. And that is where the Republicans are going to, uh, they're going to nominate or, or actually elect their new Republican National Committee. It's Harmie Dillon versus Rona McDaniel. I'll be talking about that in a bit. Anyway, I want, look, I want Krusty McOldenheimer to run with Kamala Cackle and Harris. The one who's like, I love electric buses. Okay, whatever. I want her to run because I think she's, I think they're weak candidates. Is the, uh, is the data problem? going to keep us from winning it could i don't think it's helped by rona mcdaniel because i don't think she'll change anything because i think she's in hawk to consultants who are on the cutting edge of uh the year 2004 like mitch daniel which you ought to read my town hall column on mitch daniel which drops uh today the same day this will drop you should go read that cutting edge of 2004 Look, I want him to run. I don't want Newsom to run. Do I think Newsom's a great candidate? No, but I think he's a stronger one than Biden. I think Biden's got a track record of failure. I think Trump, Biden is old. Uh, I mean, nothing Newsom doesn't have a giant track record of failure. The guy is failing McPhail. 
but the fact is that he may end up uh, having an easier time than uh, Biden. I'd like to see Biden humiliated in a primary. I mean, that'd be fun. It's just, I just don't think that that's likely to happen. Okay? I don't think, you know, I, I, I think that uh, if he runs, he's going to win. If he doesn't run, I think it's going to be Newsom, uh, who's going to be Kamala Harris, which is fine with me. You know, I, I, I mean, I want to see her lose and humiliated, but I, I want the weakest possible Democrat against the strongest possible Republican. Who's the strongest possible Republican, Kurt? You don't need me to tell you who I think. I'm going to point out the problems with all the candidates and the good points with all the candidates. You know, I'm sick of, I'm sick of freaking pundits telling people how to vote. So I'm not going to tell you. I got my views. I will tell you what, who I think is strong and who I think has weaknesses. I'm not going to go, you've got to vote for this person. Last thing you need to be do, need done is be told anything. I want you to come up to your, your understanding organically. I want the electors for Harmie Dillon in the Republican National Committee. I want them to come inorganically. I want you to pressure them. Go to www.hirehermie.com because the election's going to be here in Dana Point on the 27th of January. And I got to tell you, the momentum is for Harmeet. Did you see the Trafalgar survey? Trafalgar survey. Devastating. 84% Harmeet, 14% of uh, 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 Rona. And I think, uh, I think 2% were, you know, listen to the voices. I just think uh, I think it's very obvious that we need change. We didn't get change in the Senate, uh, and as you know, uh, my my feeling has evolved on the murder turtle. I think he has lost his step. I think we got to start looking for a replacement. Uh, I thought he was very good for a long time, but the evidence is just overwhelming. Unfortunately, a senator has decided, no, nope, not ready for a change yet. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep with him. Okay, well, all right, there we go. Uh, as for our boy McCarthy, look, McCarthy, you know, McCarthy did it. I wasn't sure he was going to be able to. I thought we had a very good chance of having a horrible Democrat uh, compromise, support compromise candidate. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine the nightmare of some sissy Republican elected with Democrat votes? Oh, my gosh. To have squandered our lead. But we didn't. We got through it. We made it happen. That's good. That's good. Uh, McCarthy increased the numbers twice. Not as much as I'd like, but he increased the numbers. Uh, and he's been good so far. He 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 has kept Eric Toot Swalwell off the Intel Committee. He's throwing ship off. Oh, look at the golden retriever in the Ferrari. We're going through Laguna Beach. And uh, I got to tell you, there's a lot of rich people here. Not include arenas here. Not including me. I I'm not golden retriever in a Ferrari wrench. But I yearn to be. Look it's at that. Very cute. It's a very cute gold. And of course the guy's got a the guy looks like uh, uh Jean-Claude Van Damme, and I think he's got a man bun. So that's that's nice. It's it, you know, it, it could be prettier here. It's a little overcast. It was raining here in California. We don't usually have weather. 
Anyway, let me talk about, let me finish with McCarthy. Uh, McCarthy's doing a good job so far, and he's had it for a week. He hasn't screwed up yet, which I think is a massive improvement over typical Republicans, because they're very, you know, they're very quick to suck. And, uh, oh my gosh, Corgis, Corgis, very cute. So, Ron McDaniel, though, 0-5 for elections. Uh, I've seen the whip count. I know, look, people are working on this very, very closely. And you can get, you, you can contact your own committee member. There's three per state, three per territory. And uh, they'll do the voting. And you can do it at www.helpharmeet.com. That's www.hire, I'm sorry, hireharmeet.com. www.hireharmeet.com. H-A-R-M-E-E-T dot com. And you can find the address, the email address of your own committee member. You can send them a thing going, hey, I really think that you should probably not rehire the person who's freaking lost five elections in a row. Okay. And uh, we've got to, look, we, we need to put a head on a pike. We need to show that we expect success. And if you don't succeed as a Republican, we're 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 gonna we're gonna dump you. I don't think that's. I, I mean, I think it's important to establish that, and I don't understand uh, why anyone would think any differently. Now, I I don't think that the people supporting Carmeet think differently. I think they're a bunch of uh, party folks who enjoy being in the party. I mean, they're coming to the Waldorf Astoria in Dana Point, okay? Which you know may not be the best place for Republicans to meet. Just saying, might not be the right message, but they enjoy getting to come to the Waldorf Astoria in Dana Point for a thing where they're going to be wined and dined, and it's fun, you know? They get their perks, they they spend a lot of time in the Republican Party, and they work their way up in their state organizations, and there they are, and the last thing they expected was to have pressure on them directly, but they need pressure on them directly. That's, look, this is our party! Guys, this is our Republican Party. It's not somebody else's. Okay, it's certainly not theirs in the sense that it's not there so they can come to Dana Point and hang at the Waldorf Astoria. It's ours so we can win elections. Here's the only thing that matters. Does Rona McDaniel win elections? Now, there's lots of cheesy, you know, there's like, wow, she's related to Mitt Romney. Okay, I'm not saying don't elect her because of that. I'm saying if she had won five in a row, I would be her number one fan. I would be, my gosh, we have to have it. She's willing to admit Romney. Don't care. Not relevant because she's winning. It's also not relevant because she's losing. The only thing that matters is she's losing. She's losing elections. And we've got to stop tolerating that crap. We've got to stop tolerating failure. I don't understand people who accept failure. Except that it's easier. Now, keep in mind, some of these Republicans are kind of, you know, they're like, well, we don't want the, we don't want to be told what to do. We know best. I think there's some of that. I think there's some people who've got deals. I think there's some people who are, uh, you know, getting contracts with the RNC. And they don't want to put that at risk. There are a lot of people who depend on Rona and the status quo. A lot of people. 
And they're terrified of our meat because what's our meat's first step? Audit the RNC. Can you imagine anything that's more terrifying to the consultant class than audit the RNC? Well, I'll tell you what it is. RNC best practices. Our meat will come out and our meat will put into effect best practices for consultants. Let's talk a little about that because it's important. And I was just, you know, I was just meeting with some people who are very smart about data and stuff. Because remember, we've got to change the way we do business from influent. What a fucking retard. Uh, we, I'm sorry, people are driving very badly to death. I mean, people are like, let's pull out halfway into the road and just sit there. I don't understand she that. Thinks she, can make a left. she thinks she can make a left or she can't make a left. Did she make a left? No. She's pulling back in. Much like, well, insert bulwark joke there. Look, there's two kinds of systems. There's an influence system that has convinced people to vote your way, and there's a ballot collection system. And right now we're at a, uh, a, a time and space where we need to focus on ballot collection. Okay? For a long time it was on influence. That is, get them to decide. Right now we have a polarized system. Pretty much every voter knows who they're voting for. It's not as much influence. It is now get that vote in, which is a different mindset. With, you know, uh, what the hell is that? Looks like Michael Jackson is a homeless guy. Does he have one glove? Is that making a fashion statement or does he just have one glove? Anyway, in a ballot collection system, uh, you are focusing on ground game. You're focusing on making sure people get to the polls, that they get their vote in, preferably early. If you are one of those, I only vote on the day of voting. Okay, again, cutting edge of 20, uh, 2016, not a thing now. We have to get those votes in because as we saw, like in Georgia, right? We have big score, right? That kept some non-zero number of people coming to vote. We didn't get those votes. If they had voted during the, what, 60 days or however many weeks they had to vote before, that vote would have been in, it would have been counted, but it finished. Okay, so influence operation is different. It's, hey, I want you to vote for our Republican candidate. Oh, okay, and then you rely on them to go vote. No, I mean, there's still get out the vote, but if you're, you're but influence is different. The thing is, in influence campaigns, that's where consultants make money. Consultants don't make money because you get the ballot in. Consultants make money because they book media hits. If you book a media hit, you get the hell out of my way? Cripes. A fucking retard. Everybody around here is fucking retarded. I don't know what it is. But it's bothering. Anyway, if you, you, you consultants will get money for ballots entered. They get money for booking media hits. And particularly if they're in a pack, a political action committee, they're paying rates of five times the normal rates. Right? And they take a percentage of the booking fee. So if they've been, so if you're a candidate directly, right, and you want to do a million dollars of uh, ads, okay, spend a million dollars. If you're a PAC, same ads are going to cost you five million, and on top of it, consultants are going to take ten percent or fifteen percent as their fee. If you, similarly, if you're doing direct mail, they're going to take a premium off the direct mail. You spend a million dollars for direct mail. They're going to take, you know, their premium. So what do you think consultants would rather do? Would they rather get out the vote for a fixed price or would they rather book a lot of media and mail a lot of stuff 
By the way, do you look at any shit that comes in the mail? I don't. You send me mail and it's not something I need. Goes right in the trash. So we have a Republican Party that literally incentivizes spending excess amounts of money on things that do not have an effect. A giant waste of money. That's a waste of the money you send in, a waste of money I send in if I send in money, but I'm not going to send any money to Caddis. Screw And that's what Ronan McDaniels supports. Rona McDaniel supports that framework. And that framework is disastrous. It's not a framework based on winning. It is a framework based on failure. And Harmeet Dillon is going to try and break that paradigm. When she gets elected, I think there's a good chance she gets elected. Like I said, they are at the eaches. There are whip counts. There are 168 votes. Every name is known. And the, and the position of many of these guys is known. And I got to tell you, um, right now, Ronan McDowell does not have fully committed a winning number. There are a bunch of people undecided. She could win. But uh, Ronan McDowell does not. She'll, she'll tell you she does. She doesn't. There are a lot of people who, quote unquote, committed to her early. Because no one else was running. Why would they commit to it? Well, ooh, look at that. That's pretty. That's specific. This is why we live in California. That is love. We're driving up the coast. She has a number of people committed who really are committed. They just sort of said, yeah, I'm signing on because there was no one else running. Now, technically, Mike Lindell's running, but come on. He's, he's a nice guy. He's important to the conservative movement. Uh, but no. All right. He's not the guy we want. And he's not going to win. Harmeet. It's Harmeet. Okay. Harmeet is the one. If you want, if you don't want Rona, you, then you want Harmeet. And there's no, no two ways about it. So go to www.hireharmeet.com. You can find the contact information for the people in your state. And you can send them an email going, hey, I, look, I'm a, I'm a Republican Party member from the, Great state of California, for instance. And uh, I want you to vote. Now, in California, Harmeet's one of the three committee members, so obviously we're getting that vote. Sean Steele is one. I know Sean. Good guy. Um, leaning towards Rona, maybe. And uh, the other is the uh, uh, chairwoman for California, and she's leaning to Harmeet. I went to uh, that restaurant right over there with uh, our friend from down here, and uh, Kira Davis. Yeah, it's a good restaurant. Hey, it was a nice restaurant. Anyway, um, was it called, was it called Javier's? Might have been hard. Uh, anyway, you know, but, but your state may be different. And I got to tell you, a lot of these people will respond if you say, hold on, I want you to vote for Harmi. They might be inclined to go Rona. But if they see their people are all going for Harmeet and they don't vote that way, you may just vote their asses out next time. And they've got to think about that because everybody's watching. And of course, they didn't get in this committee man job to be watched. They got the committee man job as a reward for years of service. 
And it's kind of a pain in the ass to them to have people actually demanding that they take a, uh, that they take a hard stand. Well, too effing bad. Time to take a hard stand. Time to do what's right. And what's right, what's necessary, is to clean house at the RNC. And that's what we got to do if we're serious about winning. And since we couldn't get the other Max out, McCarthy earned his job. um, McConnell, you know, well, too bad about that. This one, yeah, so go to www.hirermeet.com. Email your three reps. Be polite. Threatening them, screaming, yelling, that's just going to... That's just going to make them dig in. You're you're not going to scare them into doing something else. What you want to do is convince them. And frankly, you want to convince them, so they'll go and convince other people. Right? Because, you know, when this thing happens, there's going to be a, uh, you know, they're, they're going to be talking when they get to Dana Point. And you want them going, hey, you know, we really need to get hard meat in there if we want any kind of credibility. And swing that secret ballot. Secret ballot, baby. You can commit to Rana and then vote against her. That's what we want. We want hard meat. We need hard meat. Time for hard meat. So anyway, that's my uh, that's my town hall VIP unredacted for today. Once you read all my columns, column today, Mitch McDaniel. That's a great one. It's brutal, isn't it, honey? It's very brutal. It's good. good. Okay. It's good. See, trust her. And I have one uh, uh, VIP on Wednesday, and then I have one on Thursday. And uh, get my books, including Inferno, the latest. I want you to go to my On Locals page where you can find all things Kurt. And, uh, of course, tune in here at Unredacted every week right here at Town Hall VIP. Bye-bye.